We declare an heaven open in the mighty name of Jesus. There shall be no longer stagnation, but there shall be moving forward. You said in your word that we shall always move forward and not backward. So today, even as you spoke to the children of Israel, when they were faced with the right sea, you said to Moses, tell the children of Israel to move forward. I prophesy in the name of Jesus for every man and every woman hearing my voice today to move forward. Move forward for wherever you might be today and move forward to where God wants you to be. In the mighty name of Jesus, I ask that the Lord will mount wings upon you that you will fly and thrive over every obstacle in the name of Jesus. That the Lord will take you out of their distress and bring you onto a broad place where there should be no restriction and no containment and no obstacles in the name of Jesus. By celebrating the, celebrant, uh, the, the, the class of 2015 this morning, we receive that grace to move forward. We receive that grace to move forward. We receive that grace to press upward in the mighty name of Jesus. And every barrier and every obstacle and stagnation is broken in the name of Jesus. You will move forward. You will move to the next level according to the word of the Lord in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning. We bless your name, our Lord. Yes, we pray in Jesus' name. And the church, we say amen. amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad you are here this morning. Say to the next person beside you, I'm glad you are here this morning. And I want to announce to you, I love to be your friend. Hallelujah. If the person next to you didn't say that with confidence, I will advise you move and relocate, okay, and just move somewhere else. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's do it again. Say to the next person and say, I would love to be your friend. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. This morning, we're just going to have a very short time. Time is fast spent because we still have the second part of the fellowship where we like to do some barbecuing. Um, down in the fellowship hall, so I'm just going to make it very short and brief. And the question for you this morning is, who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? And that's the question that I believe the Lord wants you to answer. Who is Jesus? Amen? There are so many theories, there are so many words, there are so many uh, controversy. there's so many arguments uh, when it comes to talking about either the existence of God or the uh, identity of Jesus. And it came to a time in Jesus' ministry wherein he stood and asked the question himself. He pops the question and he says, Who do men say I am? And the question this morning is posted to you. Who is Jesus? If an angel should walk by and just ask you, who is Jesus? What will your answer be this morning? I guarantee you everyone here this morning will have an answer. Because Jesus is to many people many things. Jesus to us could be many things. Amen? And I just wanted to look at that in the scripture briefly. And um, we will go and do our barbecue. Amen? Let's look at Matthew chapter 15, Matthew chapter 16. Let's look at that. There are so many scriptures this morning, I probably may just call them out so you can write them down. Um, because this is not 
I do not intend to summonize you. I intend to just challenge you so you can go back and ponder over the word and see the answer you want to give. I don't want you to rush into answering that question. I want you to ponder over it. And I want you to go home and begin to ask that question. And say, who is Jesus? There are so many answers you will find. I mean, for example, the Jews, the Sadducees, the Pharisees, they call him a, a crazy Samaritan. Say he's a lunatic. You know, some say, well, he's a prophet. Some say he's a teacher. There are so many answers to the question, who is Jesus? So you need to find your own answer, and I will give you the reason as I will be closing, why you need to find your answer. You need to answer that question. Who is Jesus to you? Because he gave a general question, and he gave a personal question. Amen? So let's turn our Bibles to the book of Matthew, and let's... Uh, Let's just take it from Jesus' uh, mouth, as recorded in the book of Matthew. I'm going to be reading from Matthew 16. And uh, from verse number 13. It says, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Then he went for them and said, But you, he asked them, Who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah the son of the living God. And Jesus responded, Simon, son of Jonah, you are blessed because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. And the forces of hate will not overpower it. Give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth is already bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth is already loosed in heaven. He gave his disciples orders to tell no one that he was the Messiah. Amen. We'll read if we have time. Uh, verse 21, um, later. But Jesus asked the general question, who am I? Who do people say I am? What is the general perspective of the entire nation of Israel concerning me? And guess what he was asking his friends? He wanted to know what people think about him. And they gave him all the available answers, like I told you, if we ask that question, you will give all kind of answers, and there will be so many answers, as many as we are here in this auditorium, amen? But he went further, and I like to read from the, uh, the message version and to see how he actually asks the other question. If you have message version, um, let's go back to that scriptures, 
and uh, see how message, I like the way message puts it. Uh, we have it? Oh. So when Jesus arrived in the village of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, what are people saying about who the Son of Man is, the people? Okay, move forward. They reply something, he is John the baptizer, some say Elijah, some Jeremiah, or one of the other prophets. He pressed them, and how about you? Who do you say I am? How about you? Say to your neighbor, how about you? Who do you say Jesus is? Because he wanted to know their personal perspective. What do they really understand or who do they understand him to be? Is he based on the perspective of the people? Do you know me according to what people say? Do you know me according to what the books say? Do you know me according to what you hear in tapes or video? Do you know me according to what those who hate me are saying? What is your take? Who am I to you? Amen? And you will need God to help you to figure that out. Amen? Like I said, if we go back to verse number 17 and 18 in that same message translation, when Peter answered that question in verse 16, he said, Simon Peter said, you are the Christ, the Messiah, the son of the living God. Christ in Greek means Meshach. In Hebrew means Messiah, the anointed one, the one who is anointed. Amen? So, and Jesus said, Simon you are blessed. The reason why you will not take this as a sermon or that you will have to take this as a project to go back and dig deep and find out who Jesus really is to you. The first reason, the moment you recognize who he is, the moment you come to the recognition of who Jesus truly is, the first thing that comes to you is, you are blessed. He's going to say to you, you are blessed. You are not going to be asking for blessing, but you are blessed. The revelation of him brings to you blessing. It prepares you, it, it positions you to receive God's blessing. The moment you come to the recognition of who he is, not because what you are told, not because of what you read in the book, not because of what some prophets told you or your mommy or your daddy told you, no. As little kids, the moment you come to know who Jesus really is, he's going to say to you like he did to Simon, you are blessed. Amen. But key into what he says as we look at the message translation, just look at that. Simon, son of Jonah, you did not get this answer out of books or from teachers. My father in heaven, God himself, 
let you in on this secret of who I really am. The true identity of Jesus, God said, it is a secret. It will take God to let you in to that secret. You cannot get it from reading it from books. You can't get it from, from friends telling you about it. You cannot get it because, you know, your mama or your daddy bring you to, or brought you to church. No. God himself will have to let you into this secret of who Jesus really is. Why the emphasis on really? Really is. Because up to this moment, see what people thought he was or who people thought he was. They thought he's a prophet. And today, if you read books, you see so many books have been written about how a good prophet Jesus is. Okay? It's a good prophet. It's a wonderful teacher. Okay? We have all those. They are good. But here is Jesus confirming and saying, Peter, you are up to something. You are really going into the reality. Because my Father in heaven is letting you into the secret of heaven. And you are beginning to see who the Son of Man really is. And he said, he let you into this secret of who I really am. And watch out. After saying you are blessed, just begin to track the reason why you have to go find out. And when I say find out, it's not going to be a mental ascent. Okay, because your attitude is going to have to reflect it. It's going to have to match with your character. Whoever you say Jesus is will have to match with your attitude towards him, your relationship with him. I mean, it's going to change everything. But watch out what he says here. He says, and now. Just because you have come to this realization, now that you have come to this revelation, now that you have come to know who Jesus really is, see what Jesus said to Peter. He said, and now I am going to tell you who you are. Until you know who he is, you are lost. Your identity is lost. Because your identity is encapsulated in his identity. If you get the fake Jesus, you're going to be fake. If you get the real Jesus, you're going to be real. Until you come to that secret... He said, and now, because you have come to the realization, because you now know who I really am, I'm going to tell you who you are. Yes, that's good, man. I'm going to open your eyes to see who God made you to be. Yes. I'm going to make sure now you now begin to operate where you ought to be operating. Why? Because the revelation of who Jesus is brings you into what God created you to be. You cannot go by just what people say about him. You cannot go by what books say about him. You cannot go by what your parent, your brother, your sister. No, you cannot go there. You have to allow God to let you into that secret. And once he lets you into that secret, he said, now I'm going to tell you who you are. Are you telling me Peter doesn't know who he was up to now? Yes. That's what he's saying. He doesn't. You don't know who you are until you know who Jesus is. You cannot understand your identity. You cannot understand who God has created you to be until you come into that secret. 
until he lets you into that secret. And once he did that, he said to Peter, now I'm going to tell you who you are. You are no longer Simon. You are Peter. You are the rock. You are the rock. You are the rock. Let's just read that quickly because I don't want to stress you on these. I want you to go do your due diligence and cry unto God and say, Lord Jesus, who, who are you? Who are you really? Let me into that secret. I want to know who you are really because until I find out who you are, I am lost. I cannot find out who I am and I cannot know what God wants me to do. He said, and now I am going to tell you who you are, really, really are, who you really, really are. Not what people say you are, not who people say you are, not what people call you, not what your mother, your parents, your brothers. No, 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 no. Forget about all of that. Now that God has let you into this secret, I'm going to tell you who you are. I'm going to reveal to you who you are. And the moment you know who you are, you act differently. You talk differently. You relate differently. Everything about you is connected to your identity. Once you know who you are, you begin to act differently. He went further and said, you are Peter. You are no longer just Simon, who is feeble, but now you are rock, a solid rock. Not only that, he said, this is the rock on which I will put together my church. Beginning to open Peter's eyes that he is one of the pillars upon which God is going to build his kingdom. He's beginning to reveal to Peter, you are not just Peter, now you are a rock. And upon this rock, I'm going to establish my church. And he says, a church so expansive with energy that not even the gates of hell will be able to keep it out. No one can take you out. Because I have a purpose for you in heaven. I have established you to be a foundation. I have established you to be a rock upon which I'm going to do something. Upon which I'm going to build a church. So no one can take you out. You know, imagine what that does to Peter's mind. So I'm that important. So I'm that useful. So I'm that in the plan of God. Imagine what it does. To his mentality. To know that he is already one of the cornerstone of the church of God. Jesus let him into that the moment he knew who Jesus was. And he went further. And I, that's why I love this. He said, and that's not all. I am not done yet. That's not all. You will have complete and free access to God's kingdom. Please begin to ask. Does that mean Peter doesn't have this up to now? You bet he doesn't. He's been, he's been with Jesus. He's been an apostle up to now. And now God is telling him that now I am going to ensure you have free access to everything in the kingdom of God. Now that you have come to the realization of who Jesus really is. Are you getting the picture? And he says, 
you will have complete and free access to God's kingdom. Keys to open any. What is the meaning of any? any. Infinite. Any. Nothing excluded. Every door. What is the meaning of every? Nothing is outside. This is an inclusive. He said you have the, open to, the key to open any door and every door. No more barriers between heaven and earth. Earth and heaven. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. A no on earth is a no in heaven. Why? Because God lets you into the secret. And God don't do that unless he's, gonna, he's ready to do this. Now that God has let you into this secret, a yes from you on earth is a yes in heaven. A yes, a no from you on earth is a no in heaven. That's the reason why you will need to find out who Jesus is to you. Who are you to me, Lord Jesus? Let me in onto this secret. Because there's too much to lose if I don't know. There's too much at risk if I don't know who Jesus is. If Jesus is not what Peter says he is here. Say, you are Mashiach. You're the son of the living God. You are Christ, the anointed one. And the moment he came to that, heaven let loose. He said, now you have the key to anything in heaven. Will you stand on your feet this morning? I don't know what you hear me say to you. But I am believing that God is going to do some things that are beyond your imagination. If only you will be let into the secret. If only you will call unto God and say, Lord, who are you? Lord Jesus, let me into this secret. Because a yes from me on earth, I want it to be a yes in heaven. A no from me on earth, I want it to be a no in heaven. And God says, because I have let you into who I really am, I'm telling you this is who you are. You have been given access to everything in the kingdom of God. And I'm giving you the authority now, not before now. In our contemporary world, by now we believe Peter is born again. He has met Jesus. But now he's receiving his identity. He's receiving the confirmation. He is now unleashed. He is now released to have what God has created for him. As a young person, if you come to that realization, God is saying, I'm now going to tell you who you are. Your friends might bully you. That's not who you are. I want to tell you who you are. You are the rock upon which I'm going to build my church. And I'm giving unto you access to the kingdom of heaven. That a yes from you on earth will be a yes in the kingdom of God. Will you bow your head this morning and talk to God? Is there a yearning in your heart? Is there something in your heart crying now, saying, Lord Jesus, I want to know who you are. I don't want to come to church because my parents asked me to come. I don't want to come to church just because I want to, you know, have some fun fear. No, I want to know who you are. I want to know who you are, Lord Jesus. I want you to release yourself unto me and 
Help me to understand who you really are. Because I want to know who I really am. And so therefore, Lord Jesus, let me into this heavenly secret that I may know who you are. I want to know you, Jesus. Don't say I've been coming to church. Forget that. Peter was, has been following Jesus for, for several years until he got to this realization. Lord, let me into who you are. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know who you are. I want to be let into this secret of heaven. And when I know, I know I will be the rock. I will be the rock upon which you build your church. A yes from me in heaven will be a yes on earth. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to your name. So we pray in Jesus' name. Praise God. Uh, you may take your seat.